media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. Tell you what, two things uh, further to note, uh, if you've been following the stories around the gangs on in Turkey, I understand there's been this massive media clampdown uh, from from the leader uh, Erdogan, and as a result, the, the Zaman newspaper group, uh, the, there's been a clampdown on that newspaper itself. Um, and uh, there's been protests around that, but certainly probably need to follow that story uh, some other time. The other one regarding the uh, University of Pretoria, I find it fascinating in terms of the clampdown they put on university students in terms of what they can and cannot do uh, with social media. So here you are, this is an institution, and suggesting that uh, that they can't bring the institution into disrepute. Uh, need to get into the who's, what's, the who, what, when, where, why of what in fact they say. But let's talk live audience now. Kirsty Sharman with me, Global Head of Operations for Webfluential. Uh, Kirsty, good chatting to you. Hi. Hi, Ashraf. How are you doing today? I'm very good indeed. Right. So, let's talk about, okay, first of all, quick one. We've chatted about this before, but with Webfluential in one line, what is that? Um, so, Webfluential is an online platform that connects brands with social influencers. So, any um, brand wanting to create you know, sort of conversation about their brand online or amplify a new product. Uh, they might want to get other people who are popular on Instagram, popular on Facebook, popular on Twitter, run successful blogs or YouTube channels. Um, maybe they want to work and collaborate with these influencers. So what they do is they log on to our platform, they connect with the influencers, and they run campaigns. Okay, so basically you, you're the agency in a way, the yeah. connector, yeah, right? So For people who are willing yeah, to get so paid to to promote certain brands on social media in, in essence, right? Yeah, so I would almost call us, you know, the middleman in the sense. So our platform runs sort of completely standalone and it's an online platform. So most of the collaboration happens between the brand and the influencer. They just use our tool to connect to each other and report on what they're doing. Okay, let's then talk about live audiences, latest tool of yours. Tell me about that. So uh, live audience is something that's just sort of um, released in the last week or two. And, you know, for us, a lot of what we did last year was helping brands find and connect, find and connect with um, social influencers. And... We, we kind of what we learned through that process was the value of the conversation that happens after that. So brands would run campaigns, people would talk about it, and we realized sort of you know that that conversation that's happening on social is so powerful. So we really kind of went back to the drawing board last year and we said, cool, what can we do to help brands get more value out of these conversations? What what can we help them do to be able to turn these conversations into conversions, for example? So so essentially, what live audiences help brands do is essentially just connect to the people that are most likely to be influenced. So I can almost just give you an example today. I'm standing actually at my window and I'm looking out over all the runners. Um, and how you know is sponsoring the Rock the Run event, um, running through Santon today. Mm, and mm, all the guys mm. are sort of running and they're Instagramming and they're tweeting and they're all talking about the, the Rock the Run event. And Hyundai has really probably paid a, a lot of money to sponsor that and they put a great operation together today. And essentially what what we would help them do is say, okay, well, everyone who either mentioned the run or spoke about the run or Instagrammed a picture about the run who was on the run, we can help you as a brand directly connect with those people next week. Because essentially those are the people that have now had an affinity to your brand. Absolutely. And are most likely okay, so but that's interesting. Because, I mean, so what you're saying, okay, let's take, for example, this cricket today, right? Whether I'm not yes. sure whether I'm going to the game or whether I go or not, I will watch the game and I'm bound to tweet, which actually means if Cricket South Africa and their associated brands are clever – they need to be talking to me. Is that correct? Is that what you're saying? Exactly. So, yeah, the same as, you know, you might say a Castle Lager sponsors a cricket event as well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, it might be cricket, so that's the talking back to you, but it might be the fact that you, you know, you mentioned the cricket score, for example, and you know that if you're watching it on TV, you're most likely to see the Castle Lager advertising. Absolutely. So, mm. so those are the right people to connect with. So you might want to connect to them either through an influencer campaign, or you might want to just connect to them directly. And what, what our technology allows you to do is be able to do exactly just that. Okay, so, so this is a fairly new tool that, that you have. Yeah, so it's fairly new. Um, we, I think it's just, just come out of beta a week ago, so we've been testing it for the last month or two, and we only really have been live for the last month. I mean, not so, sorry, for the last month, for the last week. Um, but yeah, it's a new tool in the market, and it's, it's something we're really, really excited about, and most of the web central clients that we already have that are working with influencers are really excited about it too. Right, so, so how then, once they determine, so I mean, there's the influencers we understand, but, but once they determine they can connect to this broader audience based upon how they've interacted around events, as you've just uh, mentioned, how, how then would they interact with that audience without irritating them for saying, here comes the spam? Sorry, what was the end of that line? I just how, You know, the, the concern about being spammed, you know, once you connect with a certain event from a brand point of view, how are they going to do it? So what I'm saying is, once they've got the information about people like me, uh, and maybe I'm the wrong person because I'm thinking about myself now as an influencer on it, so just discard me. Mm. Someone listening, once they've got the information that they can connect with that person because that person enjoys certain things that that brand has, how would they then connect with that person? So they could then connect with that person either via promoted Instagram or promoted tweet, for example. Um, and, I, and I know your, your sort of comment about making it uh, about standing people, but mm. essentially for us, this is actually a tool to allow brands to, to, to not do that. Because I think a lot of what happens currently is brands promote a tweet, they promote an Instagram post, and they say, okay, we'll show this to people who, you know, say they like cycling. Because when they set up their profile five years ago, they said that they like cycling. You know, if you're anything like mm, me, I like mm, cycling mm, five mm. years ago, and I, you know, now I'm not really so much into the sport, I've kind of given it up. And, so I actually don't want to see a, I don't want to see an ad about cycling. But if I was talking about the, um, I know there was a cycle tour happening in Cape Town today. If I was talking about that, then essentially an ad being shown to me about a brand that is somehow associated with cycling or targeted direct, directly to that audience is actually more relevant and less spammy. Okay, well, that, that makes perfect sense. We'd be interested in that anyway, right? But let's then play, play it out in terms of, you know, so, so you have the tool, uh, in, in terms of cost factors, I mean, share, share some information with us there. So, essentially, everything happens online. You just log on to webfluential.com. There's a new tab at the top of our website that says audiences. You can build and track your audiences for free. So, we're not charging brands to do that because we'd, we'd like to, you know, let them explore the tool. We know it's a new type of technology. They might not want to commit to a spend up front. Um, but essentially, the only time you would pay is when you choose to re-engage with that audience. So you can log on to Influential, you can track either phrases or hashtags or handles, for example, and the system will start generating that audience view. So you can log in every second or third day, you can see, okay, now our audience has 5,000 people and my audience has 10,000 people, and all you're doing is just building a pool of anyone who's had a conversation about something that you're particularly tracking, it starts building that audience for you. Okay. And, um, you, your cost only comes into play when you want to re-engage with them. And oh. the same as it works with Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram media, you're only really paying as much as you want to engage with them. So if you want to run a huge campaign, um, you can spend a lot and you can reach everyone in your audience. Or if you want to run a smaller campaign, you can say limit the conversation down to only the people in Joburg who spoke about this topic. Um, and then just pay to reach those Okay, people. that makes perfect so it's, sense. It's yeah. scalable. All right. So, so well, you're going to do two things. You're going to tweet me the link to 
to referential once again in terms of this particular live audience uh, tool and I'm, I'm glad to share that so there's an influence there for you I'm glad to share it with other people as well more, more importantly then for, for those listening who say oh, I think I'm an influencer too uh, can I make money you know lending my, my name to these type of things yes they can I know you do that already what, what sort of costs yeah. what, would you, what would they get paid for doing that um, from an influencer's perspective, um, the great thing about referential is we let them, you sort of let influencers set their own rates. So if you have more than a thousand followers across either Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, you simply register onto Webfluential, you link up on your social channels, the system then says to you, we can, we can estimate that, you know, by doing, by doing a promoter tweet, for example, people with a similar influence to you would charge X amount. Um, but it, it pretty much ranges anything from like okay. to two hundred dollars, for example, okay. for one social. But basically, post. what you're saying the challenge is a thousand and above. You could well be in business, and for those that uh, need to earn some new money, considering that the rent has dropped, everything has gone up, uh, there could be legitimate ways of doing just that, utilizing what they have, yeah. which is their power of social media. Great! I tell you what, send a link to that as well. Love to share that as well. Yeah, right. we do. We do have a um, we do have a live tweet estimator tool, so I'll pop you a link to that. Which um, if you just pop it a retweet, anyone can put their Twitter handle in, and we'll give them the exact Perfect. estimation of what they could earn. That's right. Going to leave it, Kirsty Sharman, the global head of operations for Webfluential, which is fascinating. Check out their Twitter handle as well. Well, you can pick it up if you see mine immediately. That's the show again for today. Glad that you're a part of it. We'll do it again next week, Sunday, 9 to 11. Right now, it's 11 o'clock time for the news.